100 years ago, Fire Lord Sozin used that comet to begin the war. He and his firebending army harnessed its incredible power and dealt a deadly first strike against the other nations. This podcast will have a non-spoiler section and a spoiler section as to um, the entire series. So, just right off the bat. Avatar The Last Airbender Season 1. Book 1, Water. The first season of Avatar, an American animated television series produced by Nickelodeon Studios, created by Michael Dante, DiMario, and Brian Conazico. The first season premiered on Nickelodeon February 21st, 2005. It consisted of 20 episodes and concluded on December 2nd, 2005. So that's like all year. The series starred Zach Tyler Eisen, Mae Whitman, Jack Decina, Dante Blanco, Shut up. D. Bradley Baker. Mako Iswamsu. Iswamsu. I'm sure I said that wrong. I'm sorry about that. And Jason Isaacs as the main character voices. The season revolves around the protagonist and his friends Katara and Sokka going on a journey to the North Pole to find a waterbending master to teach Aang and Katara. The Fire Nation is waging a seemingly endless imperialistic war against the Earth Kingdom and water tribes following the genocide of the Air Nomads 100 years ago. Aang, the current Avatar, must master the four elements, air, water, earth, fire, to end the war. Along the way, Aang and his friends are chased by various pursuers, banished by the Fire Nation. Prince Zuko, along with his uncle and former general, Zero, Iroh, I forgot how to pronounce his name, sorry. And Admiral Zhao of the, fat, uh, of the Fire Navy. Each episode of the season attracted more than a million viewers on its first airing between 2006 and uh, January 31st, 2006 and September 19, 2006. Um, so let's talk about this real quick in... Uh, plot synopsis and non-spoiler, and then we'll talk about it in spoiler section as an overall uh, thoughts. So, just real quickly, going into it, it was kind of a slow burn. I was like, okay, I'm a little bit like, uh, you know, in the first two podcasts I have, or the first original podcast I have, I do talk about how it's kind of like a war- very epic in scale. The um, the world building is uh, is very nice to you know, to learn about. It feels lived in. It feels like there's a historical value to it. You know how the, like, Game of Thrones has uh, very in-depth, detailed uh, history. This is kind of that, but on a very small scale, and it's animated. Um, 
I was a little bit um, shaken with the animation at first. I felt like the frames per second was a little bit slower than it could have been. And then somewhere around the 10th episode, it kind of like flipped a switch like that. And it just kicked up a notch. It stopped going from being as episodic as it was uh, originally starting out to be. The first 10 episodes very much feel episodic in a way that I could have, uh, you know, skipped an episode or two and it would not have mattered. But the episodes that were really sticking with me were the episodes that were the overarching story of the, the plot of the Fire Nation, you know, coming after the Avatar, and not so much, av- uh, you know, the Avatar and his friends um, going to the city to city to, you know, save the town type thing. I felt like there was like three or four of those episodes uh, in the first 10 episodes, and then somewhere on the, you know, right around 10 or 11, it just kind of flipped a switch, and there really became this, this gripping action that I was like, on pins and needles i was feeling this show i went from enjoying the show to becoming addicted to the show like i wanted to i I was actively ready to watch the next episode every episode uh that had finished and so um the things that really captured my attention off the top were just the colors the way that the the world is created originally in the first few episodes i guess now's the time i would say uh i'm going to start talking about it a little bit more in detail so this is spoiler section for the first entire season i would say this is absolutely worth your time it's unlike most uh animated television series i would say because of the world building the music the characters are very likable. There's this sense of urgency, and the story is really strong. It makes me even that more. Uh, it, it makes me hurt just that a little, a little bit more because they messed up the movie. It's like my goodness, there is so much material here to work with. I wish that they would have gotten that correct. And so, um, absolutely check out this first season if you're thinking about it. Now let's talk about it in spoiler section. So. The first season of Avatar The Last Airbender um, really captured my attention. I want to say it was around episode 10. Once I realized that each one of the episodes were trying to focus on kind of like this quote-unquote life lesson, you know, you know, um, always, you know, trust your friends, um, don't put too much stock in one thing, you know, like uh, the... Uh, the fortune teller lady and um other you know making sacrifices kind of for the greater good kind of stuff there's episodes with uh let me see if i can find uh the when the spirit world i believe yeah the uh high bay monster i thought that was a really cool um what is that like an environmental message kind of there's like these subtle messages in each one of the uh episodes that really go in depth uh sorry really go in depth they're they're more or less like kind of you know uh they're not as subtle for you know kids that are watching it so it's like always you know always trust your elders kind of thing it it's very um lighthearted when it comes to that and I will say you know with everything going on in the world these days I just uh I gotta say that this world is a delight to kind of uh escape in I mean after 
after watching this first season, I was just like, this is something I can't wait to indulge in. And uh, I believe there's at least 40 more episodes within two more seasons. And uh, I'm really excited about that. I was actually surprised how well this season uh, kind of um, uh, formed out. Like, I was just so involved with the episodes that, um, with especially at the end, with, um, what is it, uh, Katara and Sokka and Aang finally getting to the northern um what is it called? The Northern uh, Water Tribe. And uh, I'll just go down the... the What's it called? The uh, plot synopsis, sorry. The group finally reaches the Northern Water Tribe where they receive a warm welcome. Sokka meets Princess Yu, the... I'm pretty sure that was her name. The daughter of the chief of the tribe, Aang and Katara seek to learn waterbending from a master named... Haku, but he refuses to teach Katara. Women in the nor- Northern Water Tribe are only trained to use water bending for healing, with martial tra- martial training reserved for men. Um, Katara refuses to be bound by the custom and cha- challenges Paku to a duel. And I will say, I love this duel. I'll, I think I talk about it in the original podcast, how I wasn't crazy about the, the firebending. And the, my, my least favorite to watch was the firebending. I'd say by the end of the season, my lanta, the, the bending is so cool. The It's almost like they create a piece of art right before they're attacking or as they're defending themselves. It's... Uh, it's never boring in a way. I'd even say, um, I my favorites probably to watch is probably the Water Tribe because they can do so many things with the elements, but also the Earth is really cool to watch because of the what it looks like they're you know carrying so much of this mass. But um, and you know moving Earth and whatnot is was a really cool um, you know skill to watch, especially with that one episode where they had to get two tribes to work together to you know, go through the canyon. That was a very cool episode with uh, the beginning of that, having the earth bending stuff. That was, you know, it was just awesome. Um, the colors at the very end of this uh, last few episodes and the artwork, my goodness, just gorgeous. I wanted so many pieces of, uh, of, of this show just kind of screenshot and kind of solidified as art. I thought it was amazing. So um, in this last few episodes, they kind of all run together in the way that they're, um, they're done, but um, I will say, is there different studios for this? Oh, wow. So there is different uh, studios that animates the, uh, the cartoon, I, but it, it literally goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, so it's not like one is dominant at the beginning of the series or not. It's by JM Animation and DR Movie. Um, that's pretty interesting, though. I did not know that this is animated by two different studios so um i couldn't really tell that they're if i would have said anything that they would have just changed things at the the you know the midway point of the season and and i wouldn't have said that there was two different you know production studios um but yeah let me see um so yeah this is kind of the defiance in uh katara and her wanting to be um 
you know, considered in the martial arts training for waterbending and whatnot. So she challenges Paco to a duel, demonstrating her considerable skill and potential, taking notice of Katara's pendant given to her by her mother. Paco realizes that Katara is the granddaughter of his ex fiance who also could not tolerate the Northern Water Tribe's custom and had left him left to start with the start life with the Southern Tribe. He relents and agrees to train her. Uh, meanwhile, Admiral Zero, uh, Zhao, I can't remember, Zhao uh, hires the uh, pirates, the waterbending scroll to assassinate Zuko. Um, after finding out Zuko was the blue spirit who freed Aang, uh, Uncle helps Zuko fake his death in uh, Fiend's loyalty to Zhao. With Uncle's help, Zuko sneaks aboard Zhao's lead ship as a fleet and departs. So that's at the end of 18. Um, yeah, I was absolutely hooked by the time they're all just hanging out at the Northern Temple. It's The way that this season really works for me as well is the sense of urgency and pacing is to a T. I'd say that the way that it's edited, it's it's it could easily be, um, you know, turned into uh, a live action. It almost is just as good as having storyboards because the editing is that good. It's like it shows where everyone is at what time. I never feel like I am lost in this world. I always feel like I know that the Fire Nation is just like you know a couple steps behind. Um, and all of the, the battles in this were so impressive. I was, they kept talking about how, you know, Avatar is going to be in these big battles and stuff like that. Now he's the last airbender, got to save everybody, you know, got to save, got to save the world. Um, and I was like, I'm ready for some, you know, dope battles and they really serve them up. I will say by the end of this, there is some really cool battles. I was never bored through any of them. Um, even through the, uh, the flying um, people that are not airbenders, but they're like nom nomadic people who have taken over the Northern Air Temple. Um, that was even a really cool episode, just with all of the uh, what they're doing um, with that. It actually reminds me a little bit of uh, One Punch Man. I, I, I know One Punch Man probably came out much later than Avatar, but I'm sure that they've taken cues from Avatar just because of how good it is. And uh, my goodness, the, the cinematography of the, I guess, is the cinematography, the, the color design, the color in the last episode with the fighting going from, uh, you know, light to dark to uh, uh, when uh, Admiral, um, Admiral Zhao takes the fish out of the pond, the koi pond, and the... Uh, the, what's it called the world turns to gray and when they're fighting the what they're doing the i think it was like the water the uh, certain parts of that that were magical um uh, were illuminated either with you know fire they were red water they were blue obviously and vice versa um and so on and so forth and so um i love the color at the end of this i was just in shock and the way that the whole world went red and then it went blue and then um, I had predictions in episode, uh, previous podcasts. I was like, there's no way they're going to kill anybody. And somehow they, uh, they managed to make it look like they 
killed not one but two people. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and not exactly kill. Some were more like quote unquote sacrificed, or they, you know, they were they became their other selves or something like that. Um, anyways, let's uh, hop into episode nineteen real quick. As the Fire Nation forces close in on the Northern Water Tribe, the leaders and the citizens scramble. Sorry, I was just checking something. Scramble to find a way to defend against the Armada. At nightfall, Admiral Zhao decides to heed Uncle's advice and halt the attack. And halt the attack. And since waterbenders are stronger under the moonlight, Zhao leaves Zuko's ship and infiltrates the tribe on his own, seeking to capture Aang. Aang believes going into the spirit world and seeking to the moon and ocean spirits to give him wisdom to defeat the Fire Nation. Um, However, after Aang's spirit leaves for the spirit world, Zuko arrives to kidnap his body. Despite stern resistance from Katara, he succeeds when dawn breaks and the Fire Nation, stronger in sunlight, begins its attack. And so, I mean, it just ratchets up the attention. uh, Sorry, the attention. The tension. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, we got Zuko, we got the Fire Nation, we got the Fire Nation attacking, this big armada is coming, and Aang is like, he kind of gives up a little early in my opinion, if you ask me, he's just like, I took out like 20 ships, and we saw him take out like two, and or uh, you know, a handful, and he's like, I can't do it, and I, I wanted a little bit more of a struggle, maybe for Aang, because he kind of, what feels like gives up kind of early. Just my opinion. Um, Let's hop into 20. Zuko struggles to find shelter while Sokka, Katara, and Yao search for him and Aang. Fire Nation forces assault the Water Tribe city. When Aang returns from the spirit world, Sokka, Katara, and Yao are able to follow his spirit to to his body. Admiral Zhao... Slays the moon spirit, Toy, or T-U-I, Tai, I don't know, in spite of warnings from both Aang and Uncle, who explain that the whole world depend on the moon. Without the moon, the waterbenders lose their ability to waterbend. Aang goes into the Avatar state and joining with the water spirit, La disseminates the Fire Nation armada. Zuko fights Zal as retaliation for the assassination attempt, while Uncle remains with Team Avatar to try to revive Toei, the other fish. Uncle realizes that Yao is touched by the moon spirit as a baby, and Yao gives back the spark of life sacrificing herself to the moon spirit after sharing a final kiss with Sokka. Zhao is pulled underwater by the ocean spirit in retaliation for slaying the moon spirit, refusing to accept Zuko's help when he attempts to save him. At the end of the episode, Fire Lord Ozai, I guess, Zuko's father, Assigns Zuko's sister, Azula, 
to hunt down her treacherous uncle and brother. Well, that is the final episode. We kind of get that little spoiler-ish thing at the end. The, you know, teaser. What is it called? I think it's called teaser. Um, for the next season, uh, Zuko's sister, Azula, Azula, is probably going to join the fray. And overall, like I said, I, I've pretty much said you know my piece on this whole season. Um, it only gets better as it goes. Um, uh, some of my favorite, uh, I guess the art directors, Lauren McMillan and Giancarlo Volpe, directed uh, five of the episodes. Uh, Dave Filoni and Anthony Lau directed a couple as well. Um, there was a bunch of uh, writers on there. Nick Malice, John, o John O'Brien, Matthew Hubbard, uh, James Egan, Wilcox, Tim Hendrickson, and then, you know, the rest. Um, I love the uh, music for this. Let me see if I can find the... Uh let me see if I can find who did the music for this. Dun, 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 composer Jeremy Zuckman and Benjamin Wynn. Um, I don't know if we've heard them on anything else, but they were absolutely awesome on this. I haven't really seen, no, don't really see anything else for, uh, uh, nope. Benjamin Wynn, nope. Don't see anything but, uh, Avatar. Oh, he he did some uh, Kung Fu Panda and stuff like that. That would make sense. Uh, also, kind of in the same realm. Let me see if there's anything else we want to find out. Any more of the music? Jeremy Zuckman. I haven't heard of this guy at all. Um, Legend of Korra. I think that's uh, yeah, that's another Nickelodeon as well. Um, yeah. What a season! Absolutely would recommend it. Even with telling you everything that had happened. Avatar The Last Airbender, the first season. Wow, what a watch. What everyone says, I know I'm late to the party, just like the Hamilton stuff. I was late to the party with that, but I'm just here to say, you haven't heard the last word till you heard the last word, and that's the last word. It is good. It's it's very good. It's uh, it's um, way more thought out than I was expecting for an animation of this uh, style, at least for the first few episodes i was like i don't know if this is going to get any better and once i hit the 10th 11th 12th i was addicted so um that's that's kind of how everything went for me um yeah so uh yeah i'm excited to check out the next avatar season let me see if i can go look at a couple things for season two i won't i won't give any spoilers or anything but wow i really like how they uh have the the blue is book one is water and i guess numbers or season two book two is earth i'm worried that book three is gonna be what is it either fire or air i don't know but they've only got three seasons and four elements, so they're going to have to do some scrambling, in my opinion, if uh, they're going to cover all of the elements per season. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else we got to uh, check out for this? Um, I think that's about it. Let me see if there's any uh, anything else i got to find out. Uh, I'm trying to make sure this is not... Yeah. 
I don't want to talk about the movie. The movie came out in twenty July first, twenty ten. Critically panned by everybody. Nobody liked that shit. Um, yeah, they've had. Uh, looks like they had a. I guess they've had yeah comics. Uh, is this yeah they have had comics. Wow. Um, I would I, I would almost be interested to check check out the comics because I'm I'm sure it's they look great. Um, let me see if anything else. Yeah, they're 2012, 20 through 2020. Oh, they're still going. Um, yeah. Anything else? I think that's about it. All right, y'all. Check out all the Luggedell podcasts at, at Luggedell Podcast. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. If you want these podcasts early, subscribe on YouTube. Um, get all the podcasts and the full podcasts. If I have things I add on to this podcast, if I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to add something. Sometimes I can't do it on the YouTube um, podcast. So if you want the full podcast, make sure to go to um, SoundCloud to um, get it on your favorite podcast provider. And uh, if you want to support this podcast, be sure to rate it five stars. That will help everybody see it. And uh, thumbs up if you like this podcast. If you didn't like this podcast, let me know how I can improve. Let me know, uh, you know, before going hams down, you know, thumbs down. Let me know what I can do to improve. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Luck It Out Podcast, Avatar, The Last Airbender, Season 1. Be sure to let me know what you thought about Avatar, The Last Airbender in the podcast as well. Thank you, and take it easy. Oh yeah, until next season, Appa. Yip yip. <laughs>